0: hello and welcome to episode eight of take flight podcast how is everyone doing
1: episode number eight i'm good man i'm We've
0: good myself- <laughs> we got myself daniel olu shoel and Pabilo, and today we're going to talk to you about investments Jeez. we also have a book recommendation but you'll slight you'll see that there's a slight difference we have no hot topic because we really want to talk to you about investments lay the foundations and possibly do a series on this we're doing this on the back of some recommendations we got in our DM, so what better to give the fans what they want? Let's get into it
1: take off, take flight with you. We never fly,
0: Okay, guys, so you know someone and a couple of people have come to us talking to ask us to share our thoughts on investments, um typically, you know. Typical questions have been, what do you need to start investing? What are the different types of investments? You know, what, our experience, what are our own experiences with investing? What would we share? What have we learned from it? And also just to lay simple facts, because these people have said they haven't really got a financial knowledge. We're not financial experts. What we will say is based on our own experiences and our own opinions. But we wanted to, we thought it would be apposite that we share these thoughts and experiences with you. So who wants to kick it off?
1: don't you need to put a disclaimer at the beginning i did no i mean like any financial decisions (laughs) or loss made not joking um i guess we should start off with what is an investment like let's go back to the basics so
0: i think i think we should give a simple term of what an investment is um i can share what i believe an investment is an investment is the act of committing money or capital to an endeavor with expectation of obtaining an additional income or profit simple
2: facts 100% no i totally agree i was actually gonna just take a step back for a second and say um for me when i when you say investment it's sort of a mindset it's a way of it's a way of thinking so i tend to look at it as giving something up today in the hope of of receiving a further upside later on down um the line and i know today's topic is today's podcast is going to be focused more on the sort of financial side but i tend to look at for example if i if I use my time today in the case of reading, I expect to be maybe more w- more wiser at a later stage. Mm. So today, obviously, is very focused on finance, but I think the word investing should can also be very broad across a number of um, different areas, and it's really a mindset. I love the way, the way, way you I love the that. way
1: you bring that up, Pete, because I know you say that that's a different topic, but I think it also intertwines with this topic because when we start to go deeper about like how do you start investing. The first part of investing is knowledge. You can't invest if you don't have any knowledge. So we're trying to help out here to provide a little bit of knowledge. But before you do any investment, the first thing you need to do is invest in yourself by gaining some knowledge. One hundred
0: percent. So leading on to that, Oli, and maybe Mm. sure you might want to, you know, how does one start? So say I'm someone who has no information. I'm not privy to the financial markets. I don't know what's going on in the world of economics or investment. Mm how would you say you would start? Where do you, where's, where's the, What's the foundation? What's the number one thing you would do?
1: Before that is, or I would say first is saving. So you can't invest without, in most in most cases, you can't invest without any sort of capital, like you mentioned in terms of investing. And I think you see so many videos on YouTube and places where it's like, you can make X amount, don't worry. Like, no, you need to start with a foundation. So setting up a budget, saving some money, having disposable income because I always say whenever you want to invest or whenever you start off investing, you should really go in invest, um, investing with a mindset of this is disposable. It's not money that I need to sort of um, rely on to pay my rent or pay my bills. It needs to be disposable income that you can invest in a specific area for maybe a short period of time or a long period of time. So like I said, first thing is saving and having disposable income. I, w- sure. I would
2: just add. Yeah, what do you think? Go ahead, P. No, I'm going to say, what do you think?
3: Oh, no, I was just going to add to Oli's point about saving. I think one, one trick, which actually I learned from Pabilo very early on in 2012, is to treat your saving as if it's a bill in itself. So when you get your income or your paycheck or whatever you're getting paid in your um, bank account, Make sure you set aside the savings first before you start paying your bills, before you leave yourself money to play with at the end. Before, what I used to do, which is a common trap that I think a lot of people do, is you get paid, you pay your bills, you put some money aside to spend on a few things, and then whatever's left at the end of the month, you save. Now, for me, that was difficult to do because I'd end up spending a lot on enjoying things on myself on that lifestyle on that lifestyle yeah those jets (laughs) those private jets (laughs) making that only for a couple of months bear in mind but just making that one switch was able to help me increase my savings exponentially so that's a one very very quick tip just to build on Olu's point
2: yeah in terms of um, in my opinion in terms of where people can start I think it boils down to what is your ultimate objective and aim that you're trying to achieve uh, it could be i want to be able to receive or have a lump sum at the age of 55 56 or in some cases people may say oh, look i want to retire at my early 30s early 40s and once you've understood what the, the objective is and it's, a, it's very much aligned to your purpose that's when i think you then start to look at what type of investments can suit um, that objective because as we're going to go throughout this throughout this podcast there are many different types investments you can get into um all which carry a different risk appetite and profile which have to suit ultimately i think the objective
0: i think i think since we're going on to the point of different types of investments maybe we can come back to how do you what do you need to start investing Mm. but if we just quickly outline the different types of investments that there are Mm. so i think there are maybe four four main ones so growth investments which are typically shares you also have property can be considered a growth investment because the prices of the hu- of the house price um, can rise substantially over a medium to long term period. You also have cash, so worst, that's worst investment. Yeah, yeah. Every day, every day, bank accounts with high interest saving accounts and term deposits, but they typically carry the lowest uh, potential returns of all type of, of all investment types. You also have fixed interest, which commonly people know as bonds, which are essentially when the government or companies borrow money from investors and pay them at a rate of interest in return. Um, So those are the four main types. So going back to how do you start or what do you need to start investing? I will share an experience myself. So I started investing, when I say investing, my start point was shares, and I started in 2013. And the way I did it was I'd get paid every month, but also put money aside Mm -hmm. that I essentially what my colleague said. Oh, you just have a risky bank account, and that's that's how he termed it. So at the end <laughs> of every month, I'll take I'll take I'll take some money aside, and I'll start investing in companies that I had a keen interest in. Mm. I thought, what what not? Why not invest in companies which you might use the product or service? One hundred percent, or ones that you actually have an interest in. So I think my first one may have been um, I can't remember now actually, but I'll tell you the different shares I have in companies, mm. um, and that's how I started. And I just went every single every month. And over time, it just increased my my, posi- my you know my amount, my position, number of shares of that company um, every month, every year. Sometimes sold them, mm-hmm. and we'll get into it later about buying and selling and how you do it. Nah, but I have.
1: It. I love that but,
0: story, then. So, mine. Yeah, I started what, six, seven years ago.
1: Hmm.
0: Started so investing, and now I have I have Twitter, I have shares in Twitter, Royal Mail, Seplat, Capita, uh, Computer Center, Aston Martin when they went IPO a few months ago. Boohoo. And the last one, I don't know if I said Twitter, but uh, another one as well. And I must say, not all of them have made me good money. Some mm-hmm. of them have made me some losses. But, you know... We uh, could yeah, talk about that. We could talk about yeah. that in, like, more. I think... Yeah, the last, one's, the last one's Glencore. That's it.
1: Glencore. No, um, Daniel, mine is sort of similar to you. I think I started with the cash one. I think everyone has the ISA. And then I realised... <laughs> Early on, this was when I just was at university, you put some money aside, you realize it just didn't make any sense. You were basically just giving the bank your money to use and give and invest, which is what they do. And they give you like a nominal amount. So what I started was um, with my workplace, they have a shares program. So what happens, um, I think similar to what she says, it's better to invest or s- decide how much you want to save and invest at the beginning versus just living your life and then whatever you have at the end. So what my workplace do is every month you can nominate a certain amount of your salary to go into the company shares. So you can either do 10% or let's say 250 pounds um to invest in the company shares. And what they would do as well is on top of that they would give you either 10% or 15% free shares on top of what you've invested so when i started as an intern my brother and luckily i had my brother around um he was like look it's free money why don't you invest instead of you spending it you're coming straight out of university. It's money you've never experienced you never received that much salary so you won't miss it if you're already investing in the company so that's how i started and i've been doing that for now six seven years where i've been investing a certain percentage of my salary to the company and getting that 10 15 percent on top Sounds good, good.
2: Yeah, may may I remind both of you, your first investment was not. Was it explaining now? was it? The royal investments. No, 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 no. Our first. <laughs> investment no, 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 Let me finish. This no, no, a no, Take flight podcast. It's a good point. <laughs> our, our first investments was when we were trading dummy stock at university.
1: What, like no, but that's not. That was not. That's our dissertation. That was not. No, oh. no, 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 no. This was before. Remember when we
2: had this sort of friendly competition where we oh, actually Mer- Lynch? signed up? Was it
1: the Merrill Lynch one? I, don't,
2: I think it was something similar to Merrill Lynch. But I think the point is, is that mm. this is actually a great way for people who um, are thinking about trading in stock. They want to have a, a piece, a small piece or equity of a particular mm. company. Like you said, Daniel, many of us know a lot about Adidas, Nike, Apple, mm. Facebook. And it will be really, really cool whilst, you're, whilst you have that product in you in your, and to also own a piece of it as well. But I think a great way to learn is to trade dummy stock, right? So just just get understand the process of following the company, trying to learn more about that company and see how that then affects the share price over a given point in time. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really a good sort of taste for us. Uh, I think it was back in our first year of university, second year of university. And uh, we we made gains, we made losses. Um, and then I think we took that energy into actually investing some of our own uh, capital later down, later down the line
0: yeah um i think just to, to mention just to give i think uh, some financial terms that are often thrown out there so if we just kind of define a few so when we say shares this is t- typically the equity market in uh, on a on a stock exchange so for example facebook or apple you can buy shares equity stock in that company so if they do well you can um, receive dividends which is can be paid quarterly semi-annually or yearly um this will be based on the number of shares you hold in the company and they give you percentage back to their shareholders of course the more shares you have the more you receive as a dividend but of yeah. course you have to pay tax on this another term you may
1: have heard
3: <laughs> i was like i was uh, gonna uh, say uh, you, you do got, you gotta
2: got,
1: uh, got to talk to me you gotta talk to me we can help
2: you with that
1: when he says you need know. to pay tax it's best to get tax advice from a accountant or someone yeah there's ways to minimise the tax. <laughs>
2: uh, you want to get a piece of some Swiss shares. <laughs> <laughs> <I>
1: also,
0: <laughs> you may also hear a term called a portfolio. So, a portfolio is typically kind of all of your investments in one. So, as I as I said, I have eight different. Uh, I have eight um, companies that I have shares in, hmm. and that essentially is my portfolio. So when you hear portfolio, it's almost the accumulation of all of your different assets that you have invested in, and it makes up what is called your portfolio.
1: And some people and think that that's you minimise your risk by having it. It's like, don't have all your eggs in one basket. In one
0: basket. Yeah. So typically you could, we mentioned about having uh, the different investments. So your portfolio could be make, made up of fixed interest. So the bonds, it could be cash equity, it could be property, it could be uh, some other types of investments or ETFs, mutual funds, which we won't go into. But those are ones where, for example... Uh, a fund could be you don't have enough money right now to invest in to buy say one one share in facebook but you can buy a fund which has uh, a wide range or has a diverse portfolio and then you can reap the returns on on that essentially Hmm. so those are different types and some terminology if there anything any more terms you want to hear hear about feel free to dm us or we can share some links with you that can provide some more information
1: or my favorite my favorite website which is called google like (laughs) google it which i like to say to people it sometimes saves you you know but i
3: think i think it's a a good point actually daniel that you're explaining some of these terms because i think a lot of people are quite intimidated by a lot of this terminology and once Mm -hmm. they hear these these uh, words being spoken in conversation some people actually switch off some Mm. people are like oh it sounds too complicated but i think the most costly thing anyone can do is become ignorant to those financial terms Mm. so if you really want to invest if you really want to become educated on it exactly what you were saying there's google if you know Mm. people that are investing or that know a little bit more than you go ask them about it so Mm. how daniel you were saying for people to dm us there may be people that are around you that may even know there probably is a lot of people that know a lot more than what us four know combined. And if you yeah. know someone like that near you, go up to them and speak to them. Because if you're if you're afraid of it, it will cost you in the long run. Because inflation is real; prices of things will go up, mm. and the bank account is not giving you an in- interest rate high enough to compensate for it. So if you don't invest, it is a fact you will be losing out. So yeah. don't don't let don't let your ignorance cost you too much. I
0: completely agree. Because even when I bought Boohoo back September 2016 or so. At the time I was buying it, I had pondered it for a while and I was speaking to a friend of mine who bought quite a large amount of, um, quite a large uh, number of shares in it. Mm -hmm. And if I bought it when I wanted to, the time I bought it, the price had um, tripled. Mm -hmm. So already I could have, you know, tripled my my initial investment on that. Uh, It's not doing too well right now, but hopefully the, you know, the Mm -hmm. retail market picks up. uh, But sometimes,
1: and it's good you mentioned that because... That's happened to me a couple of times as well. And it's going to happen to a few people on the call. There's gonna be times where you're gonna miss out on opportunities. The and I, I think Warren Buffett even talks about this is trying to take away sometimes that emotional connection to stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, if you continue if you buy shares, look at it every day, week, whatever, it's <laughs> mentally it's gonna be straining for you. So it's mm-hmm. like you're not gonna you're not gonna succeed in every single investment that you do. But what you need to do is when you realize a formula and you can do it right, is constantly follow that formula. So or you some, in most cases you find people that were successful in just one or two investments and mm. they're seeing their their portfolio increase by a large amount. So it's don't always look at those missed opportunities, is what I always say. It's what did you learn from it? So you've learned okay don't ponder too much when you see a good opportunity. Now, if that same opportunity comes up, you'll be able to invest. I never look at an investment as, oh, that was my one chance of making it. That was my one chance of um, of, um, um, investing. I more look at it as, okay, I didn't invest at the right time, but what did I learn from that particular situation that I can take on to the future?
2: Yeah, I think think it again goes back to the point of What is ultimately is your objective because each and every investment has to suit your objective, your goal and your purpose. Otherwise, otherwise um, it's you're you're not necessarily going to be fulfilled along the journey and it's Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily going to sit right with you. So, for example, if if um, I tend to look at a lot of my investments, as very long term, 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. Yeah, same. same. And so I won't be looking at um, sort of my share portfolio. I probably look at it twice, twice a year. And so but that's that's the approach that I take, whereas some people may decide to want to be a um, a trader where they're actually monitoring the upside and downside on a weekly or monthly basis and want to exit out early. So, again, it, there is no right or wrong. I think it just comes down to what it is that you are trying to achieve financially um, and then aligning your sort of investments to your style preference and risk profile um why don't we go into just, some
1: detail oh no yeah. sorry i was just going to say why don't we go into some detail about like how we purchase shares like how do we start and then like just walking through like tangible steps of what we do there but now finish off yeah
2: I was, I was actually gonna i was actually a great point a great segue i was actually gonna um say one of the biggest uh, learnings and i think we can talk about maybe some, one of the investments for me that didn't work very well i think it, if we if we stay in the space of looking to invest in, in, in company stock, so your Apple, your Facebook, your Twitter. I think it's very important that um, you, you do the necessary research to really understand the, the company, um, sort of the pipeline, the future. Try to have an opinion. Mm. Um, I think Warren Buffett said it very well. He said, at some point in time, a company will be run by someone who doesn't know what they're doing. So it's very important that you understand the mechanics of the company because ultimately, that's what's going to, to sort of carry it for the long term. So, Tip number 1 is is to under to really understand as best as you can and form an opinion on that particular company in terms of pipeline where it stands today and where it's going because and the reason why I say that is because one of the sort of investments that didn't work so well and I think we can all perhaps chip in is in the space of cryptocurrency
1: Oh, so it wasn't this, only me that invested in cryptocurrency, huh? Yeah, it wasn't just you. <laughs> Everyone was no, crying no, on the call last me, week. I
2: think this was a perfect example of where you can actually go wrong because mm-hmm. I don't know, if I if I think about it, it was pretty much a speculation uh, market. It was a rush. I didn't probably take time to think about how does this suit my objectives. Well, I probably just said, you know what, if I put money in now, it's going to go up in the next <laughs> week by X amount, so I'm going to make a lot. So maybe that was what, but yeah. that was a very, um, you don't get something for nothing. And so, uh, rightly so, um, I lost it all, and I should have lost it all because I did not take the time out to learn mm. and try to understand the mechanics behind it. So, I deserve to lose uh, the share that I put mm.
0: in. But so then, I think, but mm. but then one one key thing invest in investing is never always be prepared never pre- so, never be prepared to lose more th- what's the word what am I yes, to say? exactly that was what Yes. only invest o- only, only invest, invest what, what you're, you're prepared to lose, to lose. lose
2: yeah. yeah and also another thing as well not only to prepare to lose but but aim to invest what you're what you don't need anytime soon mm. um because a lot of us now are sort of in our in our teenage younger years but if you're sort of uh, you have a you have a family three four kids and any investment you put aside at that age is is could be used for schooling or something uh, quite significant. So it's putting aside capital and resource which you may not need, or uh, for some time.
0: Yeah. So if we if we go back to kind of not basics but just to you know for our listeners that are yeah. hopefully still tune in with us, you know the one thing <laughs> to know is you know the stock market is volatile. It goes up, it can go down. You can make money, you can lose money. But the one key difference between what we're talking about investing. And and what Pabilo touched on trading is when you're trading you're probably monitoring the markets daily you might be looking at opportunities to to take advantage of any sudden drops or um, rises hmm. but you're looking probably at 10% a month that you probably want to make when you're trading whereas investment you are miss your a month yeah 10% more more than 10 yeah 10% for investment you're, you're probably looking at 10% a year so as you can see, the investment is more for the long haul as well, as whereas mm. trading is the short, very, very short term. Mm. And something I, you know, one person I really admire is Warren Buffett. I think he's financially astute. He's, you know, he's very intelligent. Berkshire Hathaway, don't even try and look at the share price because all of us combined couldn't even buy one share, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. But mm. something that he does every single morning is, of course he's got a uh, large investments in a number of different companies coca-cola uh, Google etc cetera, etc cetera. any big company trust me he's got he's got shares in it but as he shaves in the morning he tells his wife either two dollars sixty one two ninety five or three seventeen and she puts an amount in a little cup in his in his in his car and what that means is depending on how the investments or his investments are doing, if he's feeling a bit prosperous if he's not feeling so prosperous, he'll go for 261 at McDonald's, which he has everything which is two sausage patties. <laughs> uh, and then he pours himself a Coke. If he has if he's feeling a bit, you know, happier, 317 will get him a bacon and egg, cheese biscuit. And if the markets are down, he'll go for the two ninety-five. And even him, he's got shares in McDonald's, he's got share in Coca Cola. But he still watches his coins is what people call it these days, mm-hmm. they're coins. So he's still being aware and he won't spend, you know, he won't spend, you know, frugally. He's very he's very smart with his money. And I just admire that about him. The the fact that he's a billionaire hmm. in the top five richest in the world, but yet he's still very, very smart with his money.
1: Hmm. And then by even what you could also do is with his company they do like the annual reports, um, which can sometimes be lengthy, but it's a good read in terms of understanding how they think about buying companies and shares and stuff like that. So that's a good read. I think when I and just going to how I think about when I buy shares. So firstly, you need to have a source or a way to purchase shares. So I use uh, a website or an app called Interactive Investor. What do you guys use to invest? Like, Wait, I use the same I, one. I use I the used, same the,
3: one, you use the yeah, same use, one?
0: Yeah. I use the yeah. online platform Interactive Investor. Um, and for those listening, you can also, there are other platforms such as Vanguard, but their fees are quite high. There's also mm. Nutmeg. And yeah, the fee,
2: The fees are quite high for a reason. Look into yeah. Vanguard. Solid. Yeah, they're, they're very solid. Pla- they're very platforms. So, solid. Yeah. So <laughs> joking, o- o- How o- much you. did they pay
1: you for that sponsorship? How much, <laughs> much did because they- I, did, I didn't see any of that check. How much did they pay you for that sponsorship? <laughs> no, but I no, think no, the first see, thing we need, is we need, another, a- we need more episodes, but yeah, finding a platform. Go ahead, go ahead. So finding a way that you can invest, you can easily Google it, find it. Some of them, like we mentioned, have a fee. The one I use, which is II, Interactive Investor, charges you 25 pounds, um, a quarter, So you're paying like a hundred.
0: And also a fee on every stock you buy or sell.
1: Yeah, but that's when you buy, you get a transaction fee. Um, So you're looking at a hundred pounds just to be able to have access to their platform. But that hundred pounds goes into your portfolio. When you do invest, they'll take the fees from it. So that's first understand and find a platform that you can invest. Then, Mm. like I think most of the people have spoken about is see investing and buying shares as you actually investing in in a company owning part of that company so like we talked about cryptocurrency my biggest mistake was not truly understanding the business and the mechanic of cryptocurrency so if i want to invest let's take amazon which is one that i invest in and i've got shares in i understand how does amazon make money as simple as that how does the company generate and make money then i look okay based on how they make money, do I feel like they're number one or two in the industry? So Amazon, they make money from amazon.com, but they also have like the AWS. They basically, Amazon owns so many different industries. And then yes, they're number one or two in most of the industries that they're in. Then the next thing I like to do, which is my little trick is I then go into, like I got an Excel sheet, which maybe in the future we'll share about an Excel sheet where I start to look at some of their, Financial metrics, and now to keep it simple for the guys on the phone, I'd, um, on the, that listening, because I don't want to go too much into the detail. But simple stuff is like, are their revenue going up? Is their revenue going up over a period of time? Yep. And then the most, like the uh, the most important thing i then I do is when their sh- um, stock price drops based on some sort of news, because typically when news comes, the price might drop. Then I look to invest because I know, okay, I've looked at the financials, the business is still stable. Let me invest now while everyone's reacting to the price dropping, and then that will sort of generate as it goes on. So.
2: And I think I think this is this is extremely important because we touched on it earlier in terms of it's important for the individual to have an opinion. You don't have to know everything about the company mm. because that's also impossible. impossible. You don't work for the company, mm. so there's only, only so much information you can um, um, grasp. But by having by having an opinion and kind of having that sort of insight as to when something changes within the company or they, they release a, a set of news, what that will maybe mean for the share price is really, really important because there are, there are scenarios where, for example, and we saw it with Facebook uh, not too long ago, where the share price ex- dropped significantly. Now, if you understand and you believe in Facebook and their business model, what you would do at that point in time, not panic, but you'd probably
1: buy more shares. P, you right? know what I did and when that happened? I think it dropped by more. 20%. I bought 10 shares that day. As soon as it dropped, yeah, I was like, do I trust the business model? Yes. Everyone's reacting now. Bang. 10 shares. Yeah, so, yeah, just, and just to add. So, and the reason why
2: I also think that's very important to have your own opinion is because if Daniel said to me tomorrow, hey, P, I'm looking to invest in XYZ, that's, that's great um, because that suits your investment style, your risk profile, and your objectives. Um, it wouldn't necessarily make sense for me to jump on exactly what he's done. So you, it, it's really important to take the time out to do your own research. Um, in the end, you may conclude, look, I want to I invest in the same shares that Daniel's investing, but at least you've taken that time out to understand how does it fit my overall portfolio. So um, it doesn't actually, I mean, you could, you could go around the world and asking, you know, what do you invest in and what do you, other people, but in the end, you have to really um, center it to um, what it is that you're trying to achieve.
0: Yeah, you could, well, to be honest, you can really, really go to town with the analysis and what you want to do in terms of finding out what's available. You wouldn't believe the amount of information that's publicly available for companies, stocks, or the financial, or the, what we talk about, what Pab was talking about was the fundamentals, understanding how the company performs, uh, understanding the balance sheet, you know, even going as far as what are they expected to earn in Q, say, Q3 of 2019, Q4 of 2019. Mm. And when it comes close to the time and when they do announce and report on their earnings, did they beat estimates? Did they underperform, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot and a vast amount of information that's publicly available that you can find on any company. Um, they do have to provide this by by law, so don't feel like they're hiding anything. So it's really, really good. There's a lot of information that I would encourage you, if there is something or a company you're thinking of following or investing in, there's no way, there's no better way to start.
1: I think. One, so what's the, the one, what's the one? I think, as you mentioned, that you mentioned that there's so much information. I think it would be good if we yeah. go around and say, what's the one. Metric or stat that we like we rank the highest when it comes to deciding when we buy shares I think that would be good to just go around and say what's the one thing that we rank the highest
0: I typically look at the performance over the the last 5 to 10 years
2: okay Uh, for me I would say future pipeline yeah
3: I think for me I'm I'm There was a a couple of years ago where I was trying to get a bit too analytical and I realized it was kind of paralyzing me to take any decisions. So actually nowadays Mm. I keep it very, very simple when it comes to shares anyway, because I try to invest in companies that the product or the main business of that company is something that I'm personally using Mm. and I see the people around me using more and more and more. Mm. So just some examples of companies I've invested in on the back of that. Netflix is one of them. Um, Apple is another one a few years ago now. (laughs) Um and even actually two, which is quite funny, why I invested in them. Adidas. I bought shares in Adidas when they started to partner up with Kanye West. Because I personally loved Kanye West a lot when he was younger. Which Kanye? Old Kanye or new Kanye? Yeah. <laughs> which I like Kanye? Old you Kanye love? But to be honest, I like the Kanye <laughs> oh. that's working with Adidas because he's generated a lot of revenue for them, especially in North America. So that was the reason why I invested in them. And I saw more and more people, even myself, I bought Yeezy trainers and I'm not a trainer guy. So mm. that was one thing. And then the final example that I would give is um, Diageo, because when DJ Khaled started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you saw him talk about Ciroc vodka a lot, and then obviously everyone knows pd that's PDD's company. So I did a bit of research, and I was like, which company is behind this brand? Because PDD's promoting it, but I know he doesn't own the company that runs Ciroc. Then I realized Ciroc is a vodka which is part of Diageo, which is like a conglomerate with um, lots of alcohols underneath that brand, and Diageo was one of them. And actually, after seeing how DJ Khaled's Snapchat popped off, I realized, okay, you see Ciroc Vodka a lot more now in the airports when I was traveling and in every music video. So for me, I've kept it very, very simple. Anything that I see that's expanding within my own eyes or in the circle that I'm around, I try to invest in it because then you also have a vested interest in using their product as well. One thing I would say, just, even like, just with my one. Even, uh, so saying. my one
1: is um, I look at a CEO who's running the business. Yes. Um, I look at a track record and see mm. how are they doing as so like elon musk i don't bet against that guy I like there's so many times i <laughs> were like oh i should invest whatever like um there's so many ceos that you can look at where mm. amazon as well Bezos. you don't bet against that guy this so i look mm. at the ceo whoever is running the company and i invest sometimes based on that
3: mm.
0: Mm. Okay, so thank you for listening. We've gone very basic, giving you an overview about investing uh, primarily in a stock market. Uh, next week, we'll focus more on property, give you a flavor of that. Uh, as again, very basic. And over time, if you want, we can build upon that, um, we, um, those, those series over time. But just to give you a quick wrap. So we said that, what, what is an investment? So we said that an investment is something where you typically would put money in to get a return in the future, uh, that's it. Essentially, you put money in and expect to gain to gain a profit in the future different types of investments So you have shares the stock market you have property you have cash and you have bonds and To start you need to find an on plat- online platform or someone where you can actually buy the stock Typically, you will have a fee to buy each share or every purchase every transaction to buy and also to sell and different platforms may charge you quarterly fees You don't need a large amount of money to start investing as i think people are often mis have that mis uh, are misconstrued thinking oh i need a thousand pounds i need two thousand you can start off for 20 pounds and you can invest 20 pounds every single month it's fine to start off small and over time gradually build up that sum and that's about it really simple steps
1: and get started
2: the get younger started. you
1: get the there's something called compounding the younger you start the better it works out man start early Started, even if it's 10 pounds or 20 pounds a month start early
3: and don't let things scare you as well there's people around you that know a lot and there's a thing that ollie said is called google which can give you a lot of extremely valuable information for free so don't don't play yourself
0: and don't be afraid to lose money play with a small amount see how it goes <laughs> and build over time seriously hmm, yeah. losing is the best way to learn especially 100%. in the stock market <laughs> 100%
1: Okay, so now let's move on to our book review section. So this week is going to be led by Daniel Johnson. So let's get started. On
3: Instagram, it's at curated by DJ. I
0: feel like I'm doing a lot of talking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, So the book I'm going to share with you this week is a book by John Maxwell, John C. Maxwell, and the book is titled Be All You Can Be. Um, I started, I read this book a few years ago. I'm going to reread it actually because I don't feel like you can always digest everything in a book on the first read. I think it's appropriate and imperative to us that we read books several times to learn different things as we read it, as I'm sure at different seasons in life, different things would stand out to us. So, this book um, essentially gives you the tools you need to be all you can be in life. And it's a powerful book, I would say. Uh, we're filled with easy to grasp truths that you can put to work right away. As you probably can tell from the books I've shared, I like books that you can put into practice and really have a tangible result. Not just a book that gives you knowledge, but a book that you can gain information and do. I don't say, for example, there's a saying that people say, knowledge is power. I don't believe in that statement. I believe implemented knowledge is power because you can have a whole lot of knowledge in your head and never use it.
1: Jeez. <laughs> just I, I was waiting for your well, big boy I quote. Said, I was waiting for it. Now, no, it's not no. what's it, forty no, minutes in. No, no, no. I'm happy that that's not that's that, not a quote. That's that, a fact. That's, <laughs> fact.
2: that's a fact.
0: So yeah, ask me some questions. So what you want to know? What would you What would you want to know about the book? I can I can go on. I can go on and go on. Yeah, but, just you know, I mean, it's
2: great. Great to share your top three uh, takeaways, and then we can see if if that resonates with us.
0: Okay, so the top things I took away from the book were it separates. It's it's very it's very detailed um, teaching, and it's not the first book I've read by him, so I'm quite familiar with him as a person, as an author. So it's easy for me to kind of have that, re- that almost distant relationship with him. But he has some very, very um, poignant quotes in the book. Um, if I share a few, and you can get a flavour of what type of things he's talking about, he says that if we have, and this relates to a lot of what we've been talking about in previous episodes, so it almost ties in. It says, if we have no goals, we won't recognize failure. But if we're stretching for success, we will fail from time to time. And when you stop stretching, you become boring.
3: Mark use that for Instagram later <laughs> than
0: <you kiss>, <laughs> um, Anyway, it's, He also, he mentions a number of things. I don't want to just keep reading and reading, but yeah, essentially yeah. What, what the book, he talks about four different, four different categories about knowing well no know, show go and grow so that's mm. no show go and grow so when I say no it's discover the, propin- propin- the blah, discover the principles fulfilling your God-given prote- potential mm. then when it comes to show learn how to model those principles so others can see them at work to go roll up your sleeves and get into the world and live out what you've learned and when you grow experience living at your full potential continually assessing your progress as a result you'll gain considerable hope for the future. So
1: Daniel, for that and, first point, um yeah. the know what tools does it give you to because I think that's probably the hardest part really knowing your like purpose and potential. Yeah. What tools does it provide?
0: So he kind of he sets it out by just he te- at the same time as talking, he teaches and he lets you kind of reassess and reevaluate your own life. So as he's speaking about things and to be honest, the things that he mentions aren't groundbreaking, there's sometimes you need a you need a a reminder of just the simple truths in life that just wake up something inside of you for you to take action and to really reconsider what mm-hmm. you're doing and, to, you know, just to change that around. So it's just even knowing yourself, knowing how you like to, you know, how you operate, what gets you ticking, what can make you successful, but also knowing that you have purpose on this earth and you have potential inside of you that needs to be unlocked and released. So he's always talking about releasing things that are, Not allowing to uh, imprison a splendor. Release your imprisoned splendor so you can flourish and be successful.
3: Hmm. Daniel, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is there anything in the book that you disagree with?
0: Oh, good question. That's a very good question. Uh, Very, very good question.
3: I mean, it could be, it could be, I mean, it sounds like a great book from the way you've explained it. So it could be a high likelihood that, there's nothing there should, that you actually disagree there with. Should be, there should be, there should I remember, be
1: one I remember one podcast when Daniel was having a go at me where I was like, Great mind thinks al- think alike, and Daniel was like, something about fools really differ or something like that. Yeah, so yeah. So you know
3: Yeah has really... been waiting so many episodes to hit you back with that line <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> <was the> <laughs> don't
1: prove me don't prove me right.
3: I would
0: say Well it's some I only disagree. okay, I'm gonna be quite picky only because of the title of the book okay so john john maxwell is he typically writes books on leadership the 25 um, laws of leadership etc um so this book it kind of delved into leadership a bit which i only say from the title you wouldn't like but in but the reality is in life we're all leaders no matter what we whether we want to confess it or not we're always leading someone there's always someone looking at us so that's the only bit i would kind of um i would if i had to be picky that's what i would pick out Hmm. does that satisfy your question not I'm really.
3: Say, but, say, but I, say, yeah, I think I you're I trying a gal of that, then you Turn the I no, it's, it's, think I think,
2: it, I think okay. it's very clear that he didn't really he didn't really have any points he disagreed with. He just kind of <laughs> he's very much of a yes man when you read that book. No, but that, he, I, I, have, I have a question. Yeah. I have a question. Um, was there anything that surprised you that you haven't read or come across before from that
0: book? I would say when it comes to these types of books, people like to overcomplicate over complicate things. Mm -hmm. But he puts down facts very clearly and concisely and almost commit yourself and commit yourself to God in what you're doing. It's very clear, very simple and that's what i like about it it's a very simplistic book a bit like the books you've been reading you know with 20 pages and pictures
1: (laughs) yo who saw who saw p's instagram post about like i read 52 books last year or something like that i was gonna comment with it all picture books (laughs) so so, (laughs) for
0: for, for listeners who aren't following pabilo on instagram so he's got an instagram pabilo timbo and he he shared shared a post recently (laughs) of him in a library and him saying <laughs> no no it wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't it was the library bro okay you were in you know with some ostentatious surroundings you know very extravagant flamboyant flashy but um anyway in my sitting room okay <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> but the thing is <laughs> well the only <laughs>
2: thing, no, thing no no no, no. Saying... let finish let finish let go ahead, finish
0: go ahead go ahead and go ahead he was talking about how last year he set himself a goal of reading fifty two books so that's mm? equals to one a week which he achieved. So I think I that, know that's highly commendable. I'm not going to take that away. That is really- no, I know, I know, I know, I, I know. What I was going to say is, I think you should be taking book recommendations for the for the next year.
1: <laughs> I just want to know. The, I want to know the size of these books, the length of these books. <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: this was. This one I found funny because because when
2: we had when there was a comment not to not to digress from the point from this book review that we're having now, but there was a comment around how long are these books? And the reason why I laughed is because you you guys have asked me similar questions. Um, but what I what I do what I do find interesting, and we keep it anonymous, is. The number of people, or the lack of people that hit me up on a direct message asking for recommendations, yeah. so it was just very, it was very telling. And in terms of, I would have liked to have seen a lot more people uh, reach out to say, you know, happy if you could share. Um, and there were some people who I weren't surprised that that basically immediately said, please share your list. So, um, but no, I have I have a technique um, which helps, which we can probably discuss on another episode, but.
3: And can I just say, changer. just to, just to, to vouch for Pabilo, because I've seen his uh, his flat in Switzerland and the bookshelf that he has, and it's actually round-packed with books. So he has got a All big, that means big, big, is he purchased a lot collection. of books. It doesn't mean he read them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, he, does, he does
0: have a lot. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. No, I- but it's, no, they, it's,
2: I understand it's the hate. It's mistaken for love. It's all cool. Like, we, we, quite, it's all good, that, baby. It's all good. Well,
3: what was that, P? What was that question again that you had for Daniel? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, it's the it's question okay. was he didn't. He didn't answer it. He didn't answer it. It's yeah, that's, on, the that's pulling question, back. The, pulling the, the, back. The,
2: the question was was there anything that surprised you or?
0: I did. I said about um, how he simply Oh, sorry go ahead.
2: No, but the, the reason why I asked you is because a lot of these books, once you've read enough personal development books, leadership books, they pretty much forget to take the same message. Agree. So that's why I was kind of picking to understand was there anything here different than what you've heard before? Oh I
0: can't because that's oh, really the gem. I can't mm. oh, so on to answer that point, I read this book the first time I read this book was ten years ago. So two thousand and nine. Yeah, wow. So the first, so it was one of the kind of books I was reading that in that you know, that self help arena remit of help you know discovering yourself and you know pushing your potential so i can't really say of course i remember the book i'm rereading it but so it'll be it'll be good to ask that question in a few weeks time when i finished it again cool. because of course first time round nothing really stood out to me but what i would say is when i did first read it you know i was in my teens when i read the book the first time round and someone you know going off to university you know even at a young age it allowed me to reflect a lot about my life and even think about the future and decisions I'm making choices I make on a daily basis and the ramifications and consequences it could have in the future and I would certainly recommend the book for those who are maybe going through some life-changing um instances at the moment or trying to figure out what is the best thing for them to do or how to do things and also being confident in the decision you're making everyone can make Mm. decisions but also you want to be confident in the decision that you do make so that's what I would, you know, I would suggest it. If you want to hear more, feel free to hit me up.
3: I mean, that's a great way to, to close. So Daniel, do you want to say the, the name and author of the book again?
0: Yep. So the book is by John C. Maxwell, titled Be All You Can Be. John C. Maxwell, Be All You Can Be.
3: And when this episode goes out, um, if people tag us in the stories, you're going to buy them a copy of this book as a, as a prize.
0: I don't know. I will see what my portfolio is saying. If my portfolio is making me some money, why right. not? Ooh. For those who have listened to the end, thank you very much for listening. We hope you found it insightful and enlightening. Next week, we'll talk about property and give you an overview on that. If you have any feedback, suggestions or comments for us, please hit us up on Instagram at TakeFlightPodcast. And if you don't have Instagram but still like to contact us, Please email us at takeflightpodcast at gmail.com.
3: Woo! We made it to episode eight, guys. Amazing, amazing job. Have a great week, guys. Take off, take flight.